T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now back to Steiny and Guru. Take it away, Steiny. Appreciate that, Steph. Evan Giddings in for Matt Stein with Daryl the Guru Johnson. It's time to go out to the Boxer and Gerson guest lines. We get set for NFC Championship Weekend. None other than K.J. Wright, former Super Bowl champion, Pro Bowler K.J. Wright. Currently, you can catch his podcast, K.J. All Day, on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and much more. K.J., friend of the program, thank you for joining us, man. How are you? Fellas doing well. How y'all doing? All right. Oh, fantastic. Look, you've been in the trenches. You've been in these games before. What is the mentality as everything continues to ramp up every single playoff round, (laughs) wild card, divisional, now conference championship weekend? You can taste a trip to the Super Bowl. Mm. What is the mentality going to a game like this? This round is when you can really feel like, oh, my goodness. We got past the wild card. We got past the divisional round. I could really see me hoisting that Lombardi trophy. I just have one more opponent left in my way, one more opponent standing in what I really want to go get, and we have got to go win this game to go get to Las Vegas. And so people ask me all the time, which is more intense, which is more intense? Without question, guys, it's the NFC championship. I mean, it's just the mentality, the energy. You're in a home crowd or you're in a away crowd. And it's just no better feeling than um, – obviously, the Super Bowl is the better feeling, but there's no better feeling like knowing that you're going to the game because you've been dreaming of this your whole entire life. And when you finally get there on your home turf, mm. it's, it's a great feeling. KJ, man, you you are part of one of the best defensive units to ever do it. Last week I told my partner and the fans, 38-10, Green Bay has no chance. And a lot of that, KJ, was the Niner defense had been, you know, the big bad bullying. It was nasty. And last week mm-hmm. they didn't get home. Is that something they can just, Mariah Carey, just shake it off and it, it means nothing? Or I don't want to call it a slump. How, how much of a concern is that for Niner fans to think, can they just hit a button and, and show up and cause ruckus for uh, golf and company? No, they, they're going to they're gonna shake it off. They're going to shake it off. Let's remember, guys, a lot of these guys on the football field had two weeks off. Mm. They didn't play that much week 18, and obviously they had the bye week. 
in the first round of the playoffs. And so I saw it. I saw those guys. They looked a little, looked tired, a little sluggish, a little winded. The chemistry wasn't quite there on either side of the football. Neither one of the offenses or defense was looking like the number one team in the NFC when they played against the Packers, especially in their first half last, last week. And so by all means, the 49ers have been my favorite team to watch all year. This defense has been outstanding all year. This offense, I've enjoyed watching these guys put up all the numbers that they put up. And so I do believe we want to see a different ball game come this Sunday. I need for Kyle Shanahan, his game plan, Last week versus the Packers, I did not like. Mm. I did not like at all. I know that Debo Samuel went out, went out the game, but he just did way too many things that he hasn't done all football season. Get back to the run game. Play action, Brock Purdy. If I see a lot of three-step drop, a lot of five-step drop, like I saw this past Sunday or this past Saturday, then I don't see the Niners winning. Wow. So run the ball, play action, Brock Purdy, get him downfield, and hopefully Debo Samuel is healthy enough to make this offense more explosive. KJ Wright joining us here on the Boxer and Gerson guest line, former Super Bowl champion, Pro Bowl linebacker, played for one of the greatest defenses of all time. We appreciate his insight. KJ, you mentioned Brock Purdy, and when I look at this kind of game, I understand that McCaffrey is is kind of the fire starter for this 49ers offense, but that is where Detroit is very stout. Where they are not is against the pass. I think this needs to be a Brock Purdy game if, to your point, the 49ers are to advance to the Super Bowl. How do you expect Brock Purdy to bounce back after his performance against Green Bay. I know he had the game-winning drive, but for most of that game, played beneath what we expect from him. What do you expect to see from Brock Purdy on Sunday? I expect to bounce back. I'm, I'm a big fan of Brock Purdy and the last five minutes of their ball game. That's what I'm accustomed to seeing. I'm accustomed to seeing someone that's confident. I'm accustomed to seeing one that knows how to get the ball out quickly and make good decisions. But here's the thing, guys. Throughout the ball game, when the meat and potatoes in the heart of the ball game, that's when he has got to be on point. Um, like I said this past week, Kyle Shanahan, for some reason, decided to just do quick game, a lot of three-step, five-step drops. And he did a lot of check downing to Christian McCaffrey. And so they do have their same game plan. I fully expect for Aaron Glenn, the defensive coordinator of the Lions, to take away that um, safety blanket from Brock Purdy, take away the check down and force him to throw the ball downfield. He can do that, but I believe that is something that he really want to hang his hat on, just get the ball out to the check down, let Christian McCaffrey give me seven, eight yards and set us up for a manageable third down. KJ, uh, I got to be careful here. You mentioned Debo. We know he's 50-50. My partner and I, we expect him to play. But can you take us behind the curtains if you're a Detroit Lion uh, defender? Okay, yes, his shoulder. Are they trying – when they get a chance to tackle him, is the game going so fast it's just a regular tackle? Or do they talk like, man, we got to see if that thing is okay when we tackle him to try to inflict pain and maybe get him out the game? We, we call it lay heavy on them. Oh. Lay heavy on them. When, when you tackle a guy, however much you weigh, put all your body weight on on his body. That's it, it's not dirty. It's not um, being malicious. Lay lay heavy on them. <laughs> that's, just, that's just the name of the game. And so, Redivo Samuel, um, the, the the really really great athletes know how to play through pain. They know how to protect their body even in the midst of playing in the most violent sport on the planet. And so when he does get his carries, when he does get his catches, if you see two guys coming, you know what you do? You do a Tyler Lockett. Well, what he does best is you just lay on the ground. You just fall for it and do not let these guys hit you. 
But um, I know his makeup. I know his DNA. That's going to be hard for Debo Samuel to do. But if his shoulder is banged up, you do not want to take those hits because guys' mentality on the defensive side of the football, we've got to attack these guys and see if he can make it the direction of the football game. K.J. Wright joining us on the Boxer and Gerson guest line. Check out his podcast, K.J. All Day, on Spotify, YouTube, wherever you download your podcasts. Also, you can hear him on Seattle's ESPN 710 AM, the K.J. Wright Show. You mentioned Kyle Shanahan and the game plan, in which was kind of uncharacteristic for what we've seen the majority of this season and the offense. He coached, in my opinion, passively on Saturday. Compare that mm-hmm. with Dan Campbell, who might be the most aggressive head coach out there. Do you look at them as a battle of styles, or like how do you sort of slice up the head coaches? Because I think no one would say Kyle Shanahan is a is a lesser coach than Dan Campbell. But in my opinion, if there is a way for Detroit to win this game, it is taking advantage of the fact that you have a head coach that will maximize possessions or will try to maximize possessions opposite a head coach that might turtle up a little bit and might not get the most out of possessions. Let's just take a look at Kyle Shanahan's track record. Let's take it back when he was with the Falcons in the Super Bowl. And um, we saw the decisions that he made in that ball game. Should have run the ball, decided to pass. Matt Ryan take a sack. Patriots win the ball game. Um, let's take it to the other Super Bowl versus the Chiefs, I'm not mistaken. Just like, man, what are you doing? Like, just keep running the ball. Why are you doing this in this situation? And I see this game plan last week, and I'm like, this isn't you. This isn't what got you to the to the division round of the playoffs. I think he had way too much time on his hands with that bye week. And so for Kyle Shanahan, you are the greatest play caller in this game right now. You are the, the best when it comes to maximizing your talent on offense. But just do what got you there. Do the little things right. Just don't make stuff up, as Coach Carroll would say. And so I'm really excited to see him make this offense be what they've been all football season. Because when Kyle Shanahan is on, the rest of this offense is on. KJ, walk us through the week that it is, that it is for like um, Ambry Thomas. A uh, couple guys in the secondary had a problem with the flag. How nervous are they that Detroit doesn't try to exploit that? Exploit what exactly? Like throwing the ball downfield and, and hoping for a flag oh. because it, it's it's in uh, uh-huh. you know their mind or whatnot. I thought Green Bay got away from that. Yes, they did. And and as and as defenders, we're very aware of uh, what these referees are looking for. We're very aware of, of the style of referees that we're going to have. They, Coach Carroll would tell us all the time: this referee, he's aggressive on the back end. He calls each and everything up front in the trenches. They're going to let you guys play. Don't be looking for a holding call. And so we go into a game knowing what type of referees we want to have. When you're out there on the football field, man, we got to just play ball. We got to play ball, make the right play. They throw it downfield. You go up there. Don't draw any contact. Simply get the ball down. And so on. Um, it's going to be fun. For these referees, stay out the way. Don't, mm. don't, don't mess up. Don't mess up an <laughs> NFC championship game. It's going to be fun. Like, both of these teams have earned the right to be here. They've earned the right to just be, have an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl. Let's just see an exciting game. And um, don't let it come down to an iffy call like we saw in the Super Bowl this past year. K.J. Wright, Super Bowl champion winning player with the Seattle Seahawks. Also, of course, a Pro Bowl linebacker joining us on 95.7 The Game. Want to get you out on this, K.J. You mentioned you know what might be able to change the game, flip the game. What do you think the X factor is in this game, and how do you see it playing out? Who do you think is coming out of the NFC? 
I got the Niners. I, I, I have the San Francisco 49ers. I fully expect Debo Samuel to be healthy and to be out there and to get through the game. And just the talent, just the Jimmys and the Joes. <laughs> you guys got it. How many pro, nine pro bowlers? Oh, yeah. Um, a, gang, a gang of all pros. Just the talent that you guys have on your football team, the coaching that you guys have. I expect this defense to bounce back. It wasn't crazy. It wasn't crazy bad versus the Packers. But they're a more dominant football team than that. And the field situation, you saw that Gibson slipped for a touchdown. Like guys were slipping and sliding. If that doesn't play in the factor, um, I got the Niners coming out of the NFC playing the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Well, no Lamar! Yeah. <laughs> oh, No man. Lamar! Yeah. The, the NF, guys, we know how the NFL thinks. They want, it's about the money. They want Taylor Swift and the Swifties there. Wow, Come on, you know this. Look at KJ. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know this. I love it. Okay, oh, yeah. KJ, we, we appreciate you taking time out of your day for us. We certainly hope you're right about the 49ers, and uh, we look forward to seeing a great game. Enjoy it this weekend, man. Thank you so much. It's going to be fun. Thank you, guys. All right, that's the Super Bowl champ, Goo. He's got the 49ers in the bowl. Yeah, and now I should bet on the Chiefs because of Taylor Swift. <laughs> like, that ain't real, Evan, right? Nah. Well, it's funny because it depends on which conspiracy theory you abide by, right? You could say, well, the NFL the NFL wants the money. They want the Swifties there. Or you could take the what the Super Bowl advertisement and the color scheme that's wrapped up in there. But the world watches anyway, The Evan. red and the purple. Okay. Is that going to be the Niners and the Ravens? All Who's right. it going to be? Now I sent that to you as Fedonia. On, uh, I, I seen it too much, but uh, oh, MP no. was saying that this week too about Swift brings all these different eyes. Uh, it's the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't have much of a read on the AFC Championship. It's going to be great too, though, leading into the Niner game. Good God! Well, and that, that's honestly my, my favorite part about this weekend is we got two, I think, really good games. Now, <sighs> I expect the Niners to to do what they need to do to win, and I expect them to be representing the NFC. But both sides, it looks like we're going to have two damn good opponents that can kind of take advantage of what the other likes to do. They have schematic advantages here. The roster might favor one side in this area. But I think we're going to have two really good football games on Sunday, and that's ideally what you want in the Final Four. Yeah, no doubt about it, Evan. So we'll see it play out and what narratives are are to be written and come out of both of these games. But I just... Again, KJ talked about it. We've kind of heard it a lot during this week. And to the Niners' credit, they didn't use this, Evan, but they were off. And you pointed out, you know, they kind of punted on the Ram game. Purdy didn't play. A lot of guys didn't play. So maybe that had something to do with their lackluster uh, performance that we're accustomed to offensively. And that's what I just think the Lions aren't going to be able to bottle up on, on a nice sunny day here in the Bay. Um, with everything at stake, I just don't see a scenario to where uh, the Niner offense is stagnant again. I just don't. No, and I, I think, again, we talked about it. The Niners played like a C game. Yeah. Maybe to be C nice. And, yeah. yeah, exactly. They, they did not play very well against the Packers. Packers, I thought, did play well. The Packers didn't play their A game either, but they certainly played better than the Niners for the majority of the game, but the Niners made the plays when it counts. And that is also one of the advantages to, to KJ's point about having all that talent on your roster. You don't need to play flawlessly when you have the better yeah. team, you yeah. have the advantage, but what you need to do is make the plays when they count. And that's something that Brock Purdy throughout the season has consistently done. Now he's had a, he's had a couple down games, as all quarterbacks do. But for the most part, the Niners need Brock Purdy to make, I would say, five to six really great plays throughout this game. Mm. I think he can do that. 
Now we've he'll, seen it. Yeah, he'll also have to deliver the ball and get the ball in his playmaker's hands. They'll have to be able to run the ball effectively and protect him and all the rest offensively that's conducive to success. But if he makes five to six Brock Purdy-esque plays in this football game, I find it hard to believe that the offense doesn't return to form like you're talking yeah, about. No doubt. And we're talking about, remember what was the hashtag, Purdy for 30 or, you know, 30 gang? Because we had seen it so much throughout the season. Hashtag random, Evan. We saw LaFleur win the toss and elect to get the ball. And I was like, dude, what are you doing? He did it against Dallas. They went down and scored. Uh, this week they got a field goal. If you're Kyle and you win the toss, you're at home. Where To me... You put your defense on the field first, and you got that in case you need it. I call it's like a turnover because you get the ball after half, which the Niners did, went three and out. But what what would you elect to do if you win the toss and you're Kyle this week? Well, you defer, okay. and that, I don't look at I that do as it. playing conservative. To me, that's just playing smart. That's also again. The advice for Kyle Shanahan. And if you have any, please call in at 888-957-9570. If you got a message for Kyle Shanahan and the San Francisco 49ers before they take on the Lions, we are taking it up until 2 o'clock here on 95.7 The Game. My thing is, do what got you here. And mm. what have the 49ers done all season? They've deferred. When they win the toss, they take the ball out of the locker room in the second half. They don't want it at the beginning of the game because... It, to me, it, it, it kind of factors into that that one and one, right? Or the two for one, the beginning of the first half. If you can come out and get a stop and a score, huh? you lock in on both sides of the football immediately, and you essentially dictate the, the the terms of engagement. Same thing at the half. Even if you don't play your best football, you have a chance to go down and score. Beginning. That's huge. I know they didn't. Yeah, three and out. <laughs> they didn't yeah. at the beginning or the end of that two-for-one. But you give yourself the best chance to maximize points, and the 49ers, to their credit offensively this season, have done a damn, go- uh, damn good job at maximizing points. Yeah, I can't wait, Evan. I'm fired up, and I know I said this to you yesterday. Nobody probably cares. Never, real ones care. Uh, but Joe Montana will be an honorary captain. So you talk about all, uh, and you see it throughout the season, but the rich history of, of the alumni there, and now the last time they hosted an NFC Championship game in 19, they won and went on to the Super Bowl. And I just kind of, I just feel like, again, I told Steiny, destiny is on their side, and that's why that kick was missed. And that's why you could play a C-minus game. Uh, you could D-plus if you want, Evan, and still get away with the win because that's all that matters. So uh, we'll know here shortly. And when I see you again here Monday, I mean, it's going to be euphoria or I don't care what kind of fan you are, and mm-hmm. if you hate the medium that you that is sports uh, analysis and the stuff on TV, but a bunch of stuff d- react to new information. Evan, a lot of guys will, and and things will be said and made about. Oh, he can't win the big one, whether you like it or not. But let's be honest, that's what this is about, and they control their destiny. And we'll see if it's about Brock Purdy playing in the Super Bowl and Kyle getting his first. Yeah, exactly. I think it's, look, if the Niners win and they get to their second Super Bowl in five years, we're going to be talking about them knocking on the door and finally being able to to get this thing done, right? They've been there before, and this is a chance. I also don't think it should go understated about how just rare this is to see from a quarterback in this spot. For example, the name that unfairly Brock Purdy is associated Uh-oh. with all the time is Joe Montana. We saw that thrown a lot around on Saturday. I think it was inappropriate, but I can see how people would make the connection, right? I believe the only 49ers quarter, the last one that I can remember, Joe Montana in his first year as a starter in 81, 
won it all. Yeah. That's who Brock Purdy is trying to become. That's rare air. That's history. That's historic. That's what he's trying to do. And so I do want to put into perspective just how difficult that is to win it all as a first-year starter. Brock Purdy had starts last year. He got to an NFC Championship, so he's been here before, but he didn't get a chance to play in that game. No doubt. He hadn't been a home 10-point favorite in the rain like he was before. These are new things that Brock Purdy is still experiencing, even though it feels like we know everything about him. No doubt about it, Evan. And just hearing you say that, he would have actually got it done sooner than Joe had he was able to stay healthy and finish that game. Let's just Could say been, beat yeah. the Eagles and go win the Super Bowl. But Evan, I will say this, and we talked about it throughout the week, and now that we're getting closer to tip, there is a lot of pressure on everybody in the red and gold, Kyle included. But man, there's a lot riding on Brock Purdy's shoulder. Like, this is a moment, Evan. This is a moment for him and I think it's more amped up the fact that they are at home and I don't know what went on and uh, again, it's a team game. What went on last week to where they didn't put their best for, their best foot forward offensively. How much of that was pressure? But I tell you what, that pressure, as KJ just told us, is going to be amped up times a thousand. It is, and to your point, if, if for some reason they don't win this football game, on Monday, we're going to come in, and the conversation to me is going to be, well, is Kyle Shanahan, Philly, Andy Reid? Oh, is he the guy that can get it done? Can he? Can yeah. he not? Because to me, I'm not going to look at, look, Brock Purdy, even if he, I don't think he's going to, but if he plays like he did on Saturday, the Niners lose, or for the first three quarters, and the Niners lose, I, I, I'm not going to look at a 23-year-old and be like, you're the problem. Right now, the 49ers have a great chance to win the to to get to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I would say even win the Super Bowl potentially, um, but you know, th- like these things don't always just happen. I know they've happened recently for the 49ers, and we've come to expect them, but they don't just happen, and they don't happen easily. And so, even though I do think the Niners, just from a matchup perspective, have advantages across the board against Detroit. I think they should be able to beat the Lions, and I think they should be representing the NFC in Las Vegas in two weeks. It doesn't mean that it's going to look easy throughout this football game. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.